How's it going? This is Ty, and this is also the Fiction and Copy Decoded podcast, and I'd like to welcome you, which of course, I always do. Here we talk about fiction, copywriting, persuasion, marketing, and several other issues. Ever since I discovered that fiction writing and copywriting do borrow from each other in quite a few different ways. So without any further ado than we've already had, let's get to it. All right, this week's episode is number 188. The post this is connected to is originally titled, A Strange Thing About Fun and Concerts, originally posted November 11th, way back in 2014. All right, so I had gone to a symphony in the afternoon of that weekend that my brother had performed at. It was a, well, a youth symphony in the area that accepted students from, you know, grade schools all the way up to, I believe it was like junior college age, so a pretty wide range. It was basically a community symphony, but it was a small community. That's okay. All right. They played like classical arrangements composed from composers like Mozart and Korsakoff and lots of other interesting things. Like they didn't work doing like Mary Had a Little Lamb and so on and so forth now. That actually played Guys and Dolls this time around, which was, you know, fun, but they did a lot of other things, too. And the music was fun to listen to uh, that I had also played with this, performed with this symphony for quite a bit up past that time. Uh, up until that time, I hadn't been a spectator for very much, and I had been uh, performing with them for quite a long time before that, so... I enjoyed both listening and playing, but of course, me being me and the interesting part of it that appealed to me that I thought playing music was actually better than simply listening to it. But it was fun to listen to as well. All right, so I'm at that Sunday at this concert. You know, I'm just like kind of like hands in my pockets, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, so the business manager walks up to me and says, Hey, Ty, you want to do something fun? It's like, okay. Uh, what's interesting, too, is that a lot of things that other people think are fun, I think is either uh, torturous or something else. that, Or torturous or boring, it depends. It's interesting. It's like, okay, fun. Like, what's what's your idea of fun, basically? That's That's really what it revolves around. When the word fun usually or something is usually complicated, time consuming or otherwise involved, which I would call a major dark room scenario. It's similar to walking into a dark room where there's no light switch, not the one for photos, not the one for photo development. There's no light switch, there's furniture in the room, but if you don't have any lights on, you can't see what furniture is in the room or where the furniture is in the room until the lights are on. So, you know, if there's a room with furniture, it's got to be there somewhere, but you don't know precisely where it is. So you don't can't handle the risk if you don't have a lot of the details and so on. So the business manager and I knew each other a little bit. So it's not as if she was going to drag me into something totally off the wall. You know, I didn't think it was going to be that bad. And it turns out it wasn't. She just wanted me to take tickets at the door. So the people come in with a ticket. I grab the ticket. I bundle them off with a program for the 
things and stuff the tickets in an envelope. Yay. So I exchange tickets for programs. If someone came in the door with a ticket, if they pre-bought their tickets, I just exchanged a ticket for a program. Or if they bought it up front, I wasn't handling that deal. I wouldn't be handling that deal. Anyway, they got to hang on to the ticket for about 30 seconds to a minute until they came over to me and I would do the same. So they would get a ticket program and I would get their ticket. Tell them where the floor seats are. Tell them where the balcony seats were. Enjoy the show. Have a nice time. It was simple and it was pretty fun too, I admit. Okay, I admit. You can benefit from this as a creative person though. Because if we look at the flow of this particular this story, there was one thing to keep in mind is that I knew where we'd be going with the story and you didn't know. It's not not to be mean or say, ha ha, I wouldn't do that. I'm just saying that you didn't know. It's just you had to find out one bit at a time. That's okay. Creative things or creative endeavors are usually the same if we start with the gem of an germ of an idea and we build it out. That doesn't that doesn't have to be writing. It can be all kinds of other like arts, the arts type of thing where we start with an idea to build it into something bigger or something more complete. So we started with a hook and curiosity about fun and strange being put together. I, I tried. Um, and about how people's weekends went. Um, I don't know. That just depends. Usually depends on what day it is in the blog. Where I talk about that. Usually I don't talk about that anywhere but Mondays. And I also talked about my experience which can help, we're kind of in the middle of that, helps connect me to you meaningfully with the human experience with somebody asking you something you maybe weren't sure about, but you were okay because you knew them and they, you figured they wouldn't have you do anything outlandish. I did a lot of telling in the, I did a lot of telling in the story though. It's not a lot of something you want to do all the time. If you can, ideally what you want to do with your telling is to tell readers one thing while showing them something else. That's, that's kind of, it can be done. It's kind of difficult, but it can be done. Just that telling shouldn't be done all the time. And I have to be me. That I'm still learning that lesson even today. Even nowadays, it's like I have to be me. You have to be you. You can't be me and I can't be you. And we shouldn't because you have your processes you can develop for creativity and talking to others and relating to others, and I have mine. And we can maybe learn from each other depending on what they are and how effective they are for you or me and so on. That's why there's so many blogs and other creative Media's media on the internet. Because people are, I think, exploring those things. And it's interesting. I don't know. Maybe it's more common than I think. I wasn't sure if anybody had ever used the word fun to persuade you to do something. 
And if it really was fun or they just wanted to sucker you into something boring by telling you it would be fun for some other reason they kept from you as a mystery until you too late, you couldn't back out. <laughs> so, yeah. Because <laughs> sometimes that happens as well when it's like you realize at the time you'd been duped. And there was little to nothing you could do about it. But for me, in this particular experience, I'm glad that didn't happen. That'll be the end of this episode. I appreciate you guys hanging out. To learn more about the blog this podcast is connected to, you can visit it at fictionandcopydecoded.wordpress.com. You can learn about me there. You can also learn about me at my copywriting samples website, which is tymallcopywriting.yolasite.com. Yolasite is one word. It's Y-O-L-A-S-I-T-E.com. Oh, you can support this podcast by liking, sharing, commenting, and subscribing to get the word out. You can also become a monthly contributor if you'd like. For 99 cents a month, you'll get my thanks at the end of each and every episode. Well, not individually, but collectively. Uh, for $4.99 a month, I'll give you part of the show notes for that week, for that episode, and the month that you're featured. Terms apply, of course. And for $9.99 a month, I'll do a 30-second to one-minute ad for you to promote your business during the show. Again, terms apply. All right. I appreciate it once again that you took time to listen to me today, this week, this time. And we will catch you guys next time. Have a great rest of your day.